Hello, Jello. Welcome, everyone, to the Unbalanced Note. We are so happy to be here. The music podcast on the Multimedia Men Network on iTunes and Stitcher Radio. Holy shit, it's going to be a good episode today because our main feature of today is Chuck Berry, the king godfather of rock and roll. Hail, hail, rock and roll. And he has, we're going to talk about him a lot because there's some things to talk about. This man, this brilliant man, this musical man, this painter man, this this guy who likes to film people in bathrooms, too. We'll, we'll talk about it all, but I'm Brian Kluger with BoomstickComics.com and HighDefDigest.com. And I'm here with the co-hostess, with the mostess. Hostess? I ain't no woman. How do I know? Host, I'll, I'll whip it out on the table and show you. Was that it? There it go. <laughs> there it go. <laughs> people, people think that Chuck Berry invented rock and roll, but they are wrong. It was Marty McFly. Anyone who's ever seen Back to the Future would know that. Marty McFly invented rock and roll. Very true, because his Yo, cousin... Yo, Marvin! It's your cousin... Chuck, it's your cousin Marvin! Marvin, Marvin, Marvin Berry! You know that new sound yeah. you're looking for? And then he holds the phone up with his busted-ass hand. Remember his hand's broken? Marty McFly invented rock and roll. Chuck That's Berry good. perfected it, though, right? I'm having a beer, y'all. A y'all. At El Ching gone. I still hostess. You got to give me better intros, man. You're fucking telling me I'm fucking ostriches and now I'm a woman. <laughs> <laughs> That's bullying. Dude, this is bullying. Good. I'm gonna juzzy, it builds character. I'm going to create a fake story and say I got beat up by. <laughs> He's saying fuck ostriches and yeah. I'm a woman. Yeah, man. <laughs> Kicking my ass verbally, right? Because. <laughs> That's fucking horrible, man. That was good. I I don't it. say like Jewish jokes or anything. You did last week. Well, but rightfully so. <laughs> Rightful. There you, you go. asked for it. Well, there it is. I I just want to say that Jacob is not the hostess. He is the host co-host. with the most. The co-host, co-host with the most. He's a brilliant, brilliant, beautiful man. Co-host. Full of red hair and an excellent guitar legend in the Texas area. Is that better? That's, I like that much better. Okay. Call me a co-ho. A co-ho. He's the co-ho with Short the mo. For, yeah, there you mo go. Mo money, mo problems. For co-host. We've got a lot to talk about today. We've got the Reddit question of the week for the music. We have uh, our one-hit wonder, which we're very excited about, and of course, Chuck Berry later on. But first, some news. This is my favorite part. The news is because I never know what's going to happen here. Yeah, you don't. Uh, no, I have no idea. I have... I have no. We, you haven't prefaced me. Uh, well, let's let's start out first. Let's start out first. We talked about it a little bit last week, uh, but oh, record wow. store day is coming up. I guess they announced the full list of everything, and it looks like uh, Bob Dylan, Cigarro, Broken Social Scene, uh, Mastodon, some, baby, Mastodon's coming. They're doing. They're they're covering Stairway to Heaven. Oh. Also, Breaking Bad, Sopranos, and Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse compilations will be on their way as well. I'm very excited about this. Are you? I haven't looked at the list yet, but... Well, let's look through the list, man. I'm looking at the list right now. We've got... uh, What Grateful Dead's coming out? There's always a Grateful Dead. Well, I'm looking right now, and now I see Aha, no, Louis Armstrong, which is Disney Songs, The Satchmo Way, which... 
That's a great thing. So this past uh, record store day, I got the Duke Ellington Mary Poppins Disney thing. Yeah. I'm glad they're doing this. So Louis Armstrong Disney songs is Satchmo Way. Count that for mine. Uh, B-52's Bad Religion, meh. Erica Badu and James Poyser. No thanks. Uh, Bone Thugs and Harmony. Boom, East boom, 1999 boom, Eternal. Dude. Count me in for that Ruthless record Hey, do you remember that LP. CD? Remember when you opened the CD and what was in it? I don't even remember. There was that long story that was backwards. You had to hold it next to mm. a mirror to read it. You remember it? Remember that? I now? do remember that. I hope they do that in the holy fucking record. shit. That'd be awesome, man. I I used to wear the shit out of that album. Thank God that fucking records coming out for record store I day can, this like, year. Every I'm time in. I, every time I think about the Bone Thugs, that album, yeah, I can. St- like taste the shitty weed I was smoking at the time listening to that. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like you're, I was probably 14 or something. No, I'm super excited about this. Seeds were in it and stuff. I, dude, we get to hear Crossroads. Yeah, remember the music video for that? I do. They were so like, it was funny because they were kind of like street a little bit, but they were also like boy band. <laughs> They're damn good. Yeah, they were, man, they were cool. I liked them. Uh, so yeah, that's coming out. Uh, I saw them. They play it like fucking trees one time. Yeah, but it's not the full. No, this was recent. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it would have been. You would. That would have been killer to see back then. Like, uh, dude, in nineteen ninety nine or like two thousand, two thousand one. Holy shit, that'd been great. Uh, David Bowie's pinups uh, remastered version is coming out. Jeff Buckley. Uh, which in transition, I didn't know Jeff. Not a good swimmer. Yeah, they, yes, he's not. He actually, the first time he did swim, he didn't make it. That's not true. That's not the first <laughs> time, time he swam. Oh, God damn. Oh, I love Jeff Buckley though. God damn, what a voice. Damn good. I have his uh, his only album here. Um, he's got some posthumous albums. Posthumous. There's is a really is, good is in transition. One of them live album. No, okay. I don't. Well, I don't really know what that is. Okay. Uh, we've got J.J. Kale. We've got Canned Heat, Remembering Wood, Remember Woodstock, which I... Oh, that's their Woodstock set. That I'm fucking in on that. When they, Remember when that guy runs up on stage with them? And smokes the cigarette. Yeah. That would never happen today. Uh, he, the took, dude, he took the cigarette from the guy, yeah, from the singer. From the singer. The big, the big singer took yeah, it out of his pocket, take... and they, he just like put his arm around him and let him stay up there for a little bit. Oh, Nobody yeah. did anything. He stayed up there for the whole song, I that think. That was awesome. Yeah. No, that was cool. I think they, they even tried to take the guy off stage, and the singer was like, no, 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 no. it's cool. <laughs> they smoked a cigarette. That was awesome. He took. I still can't believe he reached into that big guy's front pocket, pocket. and took it. Like, not front pants pocket, but his shirt pocket, oh, his T-shirt God, front pocket. Oh, God, if he would have reached for his crotch, it would have been over. But if, you, if you've ever seen the Woodstock documentary... It's amazing how he actually got up there because that stage was so gigantic and for him to like get up there somehow. Oh, he probably just he had to have climbed the front scaffolding or something. Yeah, it's insane. Uh there I'm surprised no one else fucking rushed the stage at that thing. They they after that something must have happened. Uh we also have Crosby Stills Nash and Young Four Way Street Expanded Edition on three records. It's gonna um, be crazy. Yeah, that's, I'm excited about that. Uh Dead Weather Be Still from Third Man. Uh Devo, this is the Devo box, which is six LPs, Jesus Christ. The Doors, London Fog, Duran Duran as the lights go down. Bob Dylan, Blood on the Tracks, original New York test pressing. Damn, that's coming out. Uh Bill Evans, Fleetwood Mac. 
which is the alternative Fleetwood Mac album, all the Atlantic singles of Aretha Franklin, the Jerry Garcia Band. There you go. Uh, which is Electric on the Eel, August 10th, 1991, four LPs. I bet you that son of a bitch is going to be about 100 bucks. Yeah, oh yeah, four LPs. Yeah. Uh, the, 86.99. Yeah, there you go. Uh, Star Trek, the uh, I believe the new, the new version of uh, the new movie uh, by Michael Giacchino will be released. Dude, I totally forgot to tell you. I found a killer soundtrack the other day. Last Starfighter. Oh, I have it. Yeah. It's great. Yeah. It's a great soundtrack. It's worth some money. Yes, it is. Yeah. I I, I got it for five bucks. Nice. Yeah. No, I, if I, I meant to text it. I meant to text it to you. Yeah, when you find soundtracks, let me know. Didn't mean, I didn't mean to. Well, no, I was buying it for me, but I didn't, no, mean, to, I didn't mean to fuck your flow up there. No, 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 no. So you asked about Grateful Dead, Grateful Dead Sage and Spirit. Grateful Dead, The Warfield, San Francisco, um, October 9th and 10th, 1980. And then, uh, yeah, those are those are the two Grateful Deads. And 80s Dead is like right on the cusp of when I kind of don't, don't like them like anymore, yeah. When, did, when was Sage and Spirit? I don't know. I don't even know what that is. Probably. Well, well, here is an excellent, excellent addition to, uh, to, to um, fuck, Record Store Day. Green Jelly, Serial Killer Sounds, Little Pig, Little Pig, Let Me In. I bet that was never on vinyl, actually. It, it wasn't. Yeah. I've looked it up. It is now. Oh, cool. Fuck, Wow, yes. really? Is it a picture disc? I mean, it has, like, shit man on it? No, it just says, uh, from Say 10 Records, LP. Fuck yeah, dude. We willed that to happen. Yeah, we, we they listened to us. I, you know what? <laughs> I, we are single-handed. That, how many copies are they making? Three? Fifteen hundred. Yeah, that's too many. Seven fifty. That's for you. Uh, for you, Jethro Tull fans, North Sea Oil. Man, Jethro Tull kicks ass. Dude, they won Best Metal Grammy. Beat Metallica, dude. It's pretty great. Tell them they suck. They won a Grammy. For you, Billy Joel fans out there, live at Carnegie Hall, nineteen seventy-seven. Two LPs. Uh, you got Janis Joplin, her Woodstock thing. Uh, her Woodstock set. Albert King, born under a bad sign in mono. I'm all in. Uh, let's see here. Uh, a couple of Madonna things. Bullshit. Fuck you. Blind Willie McTell, Statesboro Blues. I'm all in there. 10-inch record. West Montgomery, back on Indian Avenue. I'm all in. Two LPs. West. I said West, right? I said West. West. Van Morrison, if you're a Van Morrison Fan Astral Wind. Get drunk and listen to that, dude. You are Van Morrison. Sweet. I'm excited. Motorhead, Overkill Bomber. Are you gonna read the whole fucking list? No, I'm just going through it, naming some of them. Oh, well, you've named a that's a lot. There's a lot that I'm really excited for. Uh Pink Floyd, uh Saucer Full of Secrets and Mono. Coming a couple Iggy Pop things. Elvis Presley, live at the International Hotel in Las Vegas in 1969. We've got Prince, the Versace experiment, uh, experience, and a couple of singles. Uh, the Bohemian Rhapsody uh, picture disc from Queen. Uh, Ramones, live at the Palladium. Lou Reed, Ecstasy, Rolling Stone stuff. What Rolling Stone stuff? Through the Past Darkly oh, okay. and Big Hits, High Tides and Greengrass. From See, UK. that's just, those are pointless to do, though, because you can find those everywhere. Those are just best of, like, compilations. Correct. Oh, I mean, I won't be getting those. Yeah, I know, but it's like, why are they even fucking, why are you making that? But I would like the Leon Russell live at Gillies from the Verez well, Band. duh, yeah. Yes. That, that's the shit they need to be making. I mean, so Green Jelly, give me that one over the 
No, of course, because you don't have that one. And then Sly and the Family Stone, their Woodstock set. Yeah. I'm so excited so when about you, this. I was, I was hoping when you started the, when you said uh, Canned Heat, mm-hmm. I was like, man, it'd be great if they released the full Sly. So Sly, if you don't remember, I mean, if you were alive during that, but Sly and the Family Stone, actually, if you know about Woodstock, there were nonstop bands through three days and nights. Everybody was like falling asleep. Sly gets up at like two or three a.m. and it's just early. gets the fucking party started at two or three. Yeah, and they have they all have the white suits on. Yeah, uh, so that yeah, they're coming with their Woodstock set. Excellent. Cigarettes uh, has a couple um, couple albums coming out. That music is for fucking babies. <laughs> I mean, goddamn that. Snooze vest. I mean, you don't like cigarettes, man. I've used to, and I've seen them before, but I mean, golly, like, what about that's fucking dentist music? What about Jeff Tweedy? Oh, Jeff Tweedy rules. He's playing at the store on Saturday. Nice. Well, he has a record store day. Yeah, warmer, warmer. Yeah, Yeah, that one I knew about. There you go. Uh, For you soundtrack people out there, some of the best things ever coming out. Basketball Diaries (laughs) soundtrack. (laughs) Sorry, I thought you were going to say basketball. The Crow soundtrack, Breaking Bad soundtrack, I Am Sam soundtrack, I Know What You Did Last Summer soundtrack, Lost in Translation soundtrack, which I actually have the picture disc. Yeah, I have the picture. Which is the picture of Scarlett Johansson's ass from the very first shot of the film. I have Bill Murray sitting on the couch. See, I have the Scarlett Johansson ass. It's good. Also, the best release of this year for uh, Record Store Day, South Park, Bigger, Longer, and Uncut. Absolutely on vinyl to LP. Count me in. Spider- me and Shauna, we just got Hulu. Yeah. So we've been... Been watching all the South Parks. Oh, my God. They're so dude. good. Yes. Uh, I love those guys. No, oh, they're great. They're my favorite. Um, also, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. Is that the new one? Yeah, it's the new one that just won the Oscar. Uh, let's see. Violent Femmes, Weezer, the Teal Album, White Stripes, Candy Cane Child. Why would, you know what the Teal Album is? We bashed that, remember? Yes, we did. Oh, my fuck. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell? Dude, he's, he's possessed. I'm possessed. El, he's, that El Chingon got him by the El Chingon. He did. Uh, Weezer, yes, Teal Album. We just made fun of it. But Covers, it be, dude covers man of crap white stripes candy cane child yaz and yes they're self-titled yes also 13th floor elevators the psychedelic sounds of the 13th floor elevators i'm uh jonathan kimbrell's going goo goo gaga over that that, one yes yes he is uh hi jonathan alice he doesn't listen from your store alice cooper dirty diamonds is coming out i'm only 900 of those are being made yeah there's a reason (laughs) are you getting any of them Chris will probably order all 900 of them. Jesus. Uh, Goblin is coming out with Yell on a 7-inch, which is pretty cool if you hey, like Goblin. Did you see what the guy, the director of Suspiria, said about the fucking Tom York thing? Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that oh, was yes. awesome. He did not like that no, remake at all. Shouldn't have fucked with that movie. Goblin rules. Uh, Rancid is coming out with uh, a record, Ruby Soho, for Record Store Day. I uh, like that album. There you go. He likes that album. Destination. <laughs> that Rancid was cool. The like, Struts. Tangerine Jeem has a couple. Uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles is coming out with a 7-inch called Pizza Power. Pizza Power. The Trogs, which, you know, you would know as Wild Thing. Wild Thing. You no one ever no one ever got laid sing. to that song. True. Everybody got laid to that song. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> 
Also, uh, soundtrack, The Sopranos, 20th anniversary uh, album. I actually have the original one with all of the music from the show. Very cool. You'll get the the theme song. That's the most that well. overrated television show of all time. Disagree, sir. I'm, I know. I was kidding. I just wanted to see how angry you would get. And then another great uh, soundtrack, which is Thirst, an, uh, a horror vampire movie, uh, Japanese style, coming out, as well as Wolfman Jack and the Wolfpack Boogie with the Wolfman. And that, my friend... Oh, actually, fuck, there's more. Record and that store, is this episode of Brian Reads the Record Store Day. Yeah, Record Store Day first releases Almond Brothers Band, sir. Bear Sonic Journals, Fillmore East, February 1970. I know you're all over that, oh, right? yeah, of course. Um, James Brown's show is funky down here. Captain Beefheart, Trout Mask Replica, which you can get right now. No, it's hard to get. It's out of print, actually. You can find a used copy of it, but buying a new one, yeah, they don't. For some reason, out of print. That's the problem with the fucking record business, man, or like the... It's always, there's nothing's going to be out of print forever. Well, yeah, but no, not that. It's just like, that's an album that should be readily available. Like, if you can't True. walk into the store and buy the fucking Clash, like, London Calling, that's a problem. That is a problem. Fucking Trout Mass Replica, that's their fucking most well-known album, and you can't go fucking buy it. It's weird. All right, Eric Clapton, One More Car, One More Rider. Three LP album. Def Leppard, The Story So Far, Volume 2. Dude, I fucking love Def Leppard. Dr. Dre, Nothing But a G. Fang, Flaming Lips, of course. Fuck that. Ace Freely, Spaceman. There we go. Hey. Peter Gabriel, Rated PG. Um, interestingly enough, Jerry Garcia, Frank Wakefield, David Nelson, Brantley Kearns, and Pat Campbell from 1975's Live at Margarita's Cantina. Goo Goo Dolls, Topography, Green Day's Woodstock performance from 1994. <laughs> oh, Fling Poo. <laughs> huh? Fling Poo. That's yeah, what it said oh, on yeah, Dookie, and then they all threw mud at him. That's true. There you go. And then your favorite, Greta Van Fleet, is having Fucking one. God damn it. Are you kidding me? Woody Guthrie. I'm excited. Herbie Hancock. Uh, Bill Hicks. One of his comedy albums is coming, too. Oh, I got to get that for Shauna. Yeah. Re- Revelations. So there you go. Bill. Oh. Fucking Uh-oh. Shauna tried to tell me that George Carlin stole from Bill Hicks. I'm you like, told me that the other day. Yeah, I was like, you don't know what you're talking about. Maybe I am wrong, but I don't no, think he, I am. No, There's George Carlin didn't no steal from anybody. Ever. That's what I said. No, he didn't. Elton John, live from Moscow, if you're into that. Macedon, Stairway to Nick John. You mentioned that. Yeah, that's their, uh, so that man, their, that was their manager, and he died. Oh, yeah? And that... He said that he managed, they managed, that guy managed Mastodon, this other band called Gojira. And he said, other than us and Gojira, Led Zeppelin was his favorite band. And then his wife had asked him at their, that guy's funeral to perform Stairway to Heaven. Yeah. So they did it and they set up to record it. And then after they recorded it, they were like, man, we should do a studio version of this. So the A side is the studio version and the B side is the live version they did at his funeral. Interesting. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Like the cover of it looks badass. It's a photo of the guy, and it's all like cosmic, and that's a and, and all the money from that goes to he had some like rare form of cancer. Yeah. So all the sales from that record go to a cancer research center. Interesting. Yeah, it's badass, dude. That's probably like the best release of the fucking bunch for 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 uh, 
you know, full package, right? Okay. Like the for what it's going what, for. The like Mastodon they, thing? Yeah, everybody should buy that. Okay. Just well, there's the, 1,500 of them, and it's a 10-inch vinyl. For the cause. Yeah. Okay, there you go. It's money for cancer research. What kind of piece of shit wouldn't buy that? There you go. Fuck that. You, <laughs> everyone run out and buy that. There you go. Uh, Monty Python is relief, releasing Monty Python's Life of Brian again. Rudy Ray Moore is releasing the sequel to Dolomite, Return of Dolomite. <laughs> Rudy Ray Moore released a lot. Yes, he did. <laughs> Motorhead, Rockaway Beach, Old Dirty Bastard, Intoxicated. Pearl Jam, Live at Easy Street. Charlie Parker, The Alternate Takes. Hey, do you remember that video when Old Dirty Bastard was in line at the welfare line? Yeah, and he took his limo. limo. Oh, yeah, that, that was, was great. incredible. That was on MTV. I remember that. Otis Redding with Booker T, uh, another Rolling Stone single. Uh, let's see. Weezer is doing a Rockabye Baby. They've been doing that all the time. Roxy Music, Rush, Hemispheres is coming. Stereophonics, interesting, sublime. And let's see. U2, ew, too short. The Pimp Tape, hell yeah. The Coneheads, original motion picture soundtrack. Ghost World, the original motion picture soundtrack. House of Wax, Malcolm X. New Jack City, and finally, Office Space coming. I have the uh, unofficial soundtrack to Office Space. It is excellent. Lots of good stuff. And also, the breast exam. The bre- breast exam. Pre- Peter Man, check out Channel 9. Load that check. Transformers album. Uh, Pr- Howard Stern's Private Parts uh, is coming as well. The Wonder Years live. Um, yeah, it looks like an insane year. I hope you get all these because I'll probably be buying all of these that I mentioned. We are going to get three of those titles you just named. That sucks. So we have to choose wisely. Can't be greedy. Can't have everything. Um, Speaking of stuff being released, uh, you just mentioned this before a podcast. Harmony Corinne's The Beach Bum soundtrack has been announced for vinyl, which has a new song written by Jimmy Buffett and Snoop Dogg called... uh, I don't actually know what that song is called, but yeah. Wait. Jimmy Buffett and Snoop Dogg together? Correct. So Harmony Corrine's new film is called Beach Bum, and it stars Matthew McConaughey as a Floridian burnout moondog, as well as Snoop Dogg, Zac Efron, Jimmy Buffett, Isla Fisher, and others. But Snoop Dogg and Buffett, Jimmy Buffett, wrote a song for the movie. Fucking A. I mean, but it's got like the soundtrack, the listing has Jimmy Buffett, a pirate at 40. It has Waylon Jennings on it, Eddie Money, Gordon Lightfoot, Van Morrison. Uh, looks good. I've been, I've been rendered speechless. You never thought it could happen. Never did I think it would or want it to happen. It's weird. So last week we talked about Ryan Adams and the debacle he's in. Well, it looks like. They canceled Ryan Albums' uh, album completely. One of them. And the did. question that that raises: What does that mean for record stores? Oh, are, you pitch, are you on Pitchfork? Yes. Yeah, that, that article is fucking stupid. Well, I mean, Ryan Adams sells a lot. Does that? I mean, will that make any impact at all? I mean, it doesn't help. It, it it's not like a helper or like a like people haven't like boycotted the stores because they carry his music. Because, I mean, if if you're going to fucking go after that dude, can't have any Chuck Berry records. Which is weird. So, But then everything everything that you would sweep here and back would also be erased. So you really, in theory, could have, like, no Beatles albums. You could have no Led Zeppelin albums. Like, Yeah, I don't know why they wouldn't just release the record. 
I well, mean, the music and the artists are separate. Because the label, it's the label that's involved. So he has his own label. Right. Like, he has three albums that are supposed to come out this year. One of them was like co-released through Blue Note. So they're not going to be associated with that. Okay. He's signed to Capitol Records where he has his own kind of offshoot label called Paxam. Yeah. So the other two albums will probably come out, but... Like, when R. Kelly was going through all that shit, dude, he was putting out shit left and right. No, for sure. You know what I mean? But the tide has turned. Like, now in 2019, he's not even been found, like, guilty of anything. Ryan Adams. Correct. Yeah. It just... It was just a story. Right. No, the same thing with everybody else. Somebody put something on social media, everything... But it's it's game over, dude. It's fucking game over. That's why, like... I know. Like, ghost... Right, right. Probably thought of that gimmick for multiple reasons because it's like, man, if you can be anonymous and be successful, fucking, that's the way to do it. It's impossible now, you know. Like with the internet, you just get fucking blasted. It's it's awful. I mean, God forbid you fucking fart in public, right? And then someone like passes out from it, and then you're on the internet like that guy fucking passed someone out with his fart. Well, that actually happened. You remember that? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. But now, if you did it. You would be. You could never get a job again. You'll never work in this town again. Which is such. But that's what they were telling those people. If you don't do this, you'll never work in this town again. Well, move to another town. That's what I'm saying. The tide has turned, though. It's the turntables have turned. Time is up. They say (laughs) time is up. Well, speaking on that same subject, it's crazy. It's fucking wacky. I don't know what you do. I don't know either. It's uncharted territory where this is headed. It's very weird. Well, it's 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 popular opinion. It's a fucking well, no, no. It's a witch hunt. Yeah, somebody says well, everything, and then everybody doesn't read the thing. They just read the ten word headline, and it's automatically I'm better than you. I'm on my high horse. This is wrong on the internet. Exactly, yeah. anonymously, it's bullshit. You like playing with the dreidel? I <laughs> love dreidels. Dreidels. Um, it's it's scary, man. Like it's like I don't know if witch hunt would be the because I mean what he did is questionable. But at the same time, it's like being emotionally abusive to someone and physically abusive. This That's is too, part of the fucking game. But the man. thing is, though, That's one is a, one's a crime, and one isn't, and one's somebody being a pussy. It's like Louis C.K. Right? Like we've had this conversation. Right. He didn't really like break a law. No, he, he asked did. everybody's consent, and they said yes. Yeah, but he got fucking he got destroyed. Everything was gone. For it him. he minded he. Might as well have punched a baby in the face and then kicked like a dog into the river or something. Right. For the way he got treated. Right. For essentially being a being a creep, which isn't a crime. Well, it's not a not necessarily a creep either. It's just being like a fetishist of wanting people to watch him jerk off. Yeah, I mean, that's that's extending the rope. But I'm just I'm just saying the way people look at it. Right. They're like, right. Oh well. You know, everyone's never done anything bad when it comes to shit like this. Like, it's all pointing fingers. Like, oh, fuck that guy. He's such a piece of shit, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, were well, you ever taken an inventory of yourself? No, exactly. Like, you ain't fucking perfect. You right. You know what I mean? No, I I, I get it. I, I think those are the same people that tell you to go to church and vote. Correct. You know, like, ah, we're not, I won't <laughs> be listening to you much. Yep. But That's I don't weird. know. What do you think? It's fucking... You think they should just put the put his album out? Yeah, I definitely think they should put his album out. I think 
That's a backlash thing. Like, because he had like pedal endorsements and stuff, guitars, they all dropped him, amplifiers, they but all it's, dropped it's, him. But it's innocent till proven guilty. And not no more. No, it's not because of social media. And so if Ryan Adams has an album coming out and just because somebody accused him of something, they stopped his album completely from coming out, that's ridiculous. They won. That's what they want. No, to exactly. It's not coming out yet. No. Maybe it, it, in a few it, years. Yeah, it could get delayed or someone else could pick it up and release it. Right. But it's like the media frenzy. Right. That like the backlash that would happen. Like, well, these people are associated with them, so they must have been contributing to it. Right. And it's like, well, no. I mean, that's like saying Haynes Underwear is responsible for Ted Bundy killing those people. It's, <laughs> it's crazy. It's like a crazy line to draw. No, to, it is weird. To draw. Um, or a line to connect. Speaking of something similar, R. Kelly has been released on bond and pleads not guilty to all of his crimes. He went to McDonald's, dude. The first thing he did. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm serious. No, I mean, why wouldn't you? Most people He do. loves McDonald's He because he went to look for a date. <laughs> <laughs> In the playground. So, my gourd. Oh, so, shit. there will be a trial. There will be things. He's trapped in the closet again. Who you, knows? You know what's the craziest thing about that story? What? Is a fucking citizen posted his bail money of course they, they love him it was his bond was a million dollars so a hundred thousand dollars ten percent yeah yeah and a, and a fucking citizen a woman paid it there you go she wants to get some of that no, i think R. Kelly i think money. it's staged dude i think he gave her the money <clears throat> might have to, that's a wacky that's a fucking wacky front it's weird all right enough of this prison stuff let's get to other stuff uh enough of this fucking soap talk enough of this soap talk let's talk about janet jackson she is going to be in a las vegas residence residency i'm sorry she has announced 15 shows featuring special anniversary celebration of rhythm nation we are a part of Dude, the rhythm no one, nation she's gonna fucking wheel her out there and Shoot her up with like steroids. <laughs> Fucking. How old is she, man? Probably mid to late 40s. Nah, she's older than that. Nah. Oh, yeah. Let's see. Easy. She's got to be 60. Michael Jackson would have probably been like 58, so she's much younger than him. Well, I thought she was older. Uh, Janet. She's a fucking alien. Janet Jackson is... She ain't live. None of oh, that... Oh, 52. None of that show is live. Janet Demita Joe Jackson. Did not know that was her real name. Uh, she has been married three times. Forgot about that. But God, uh, her her show starts May 17th in, uh, in Vegas. Las Vegas. We'll so. be there. We'll be there. Right? Yeah. That's the date. Well, it's not the date, but that's May around se- that. May 17th through... The- May, May 23rd through 26th or something like that. Yeah. We, we should go. 15 days. We should go. I'm not going to that. <laughs> if you can get free tickets, I'll go. Uh, all right. So, yeah, Jan Jackson. I'd rather, pee, I'd rather pee my own pants and air dry it. <laughs> <laughs> Just stand in the wind, yeah, man. Yeah, fucking... Peeing J- in the wind. Janet Jackson. You know what, though? I, I, me, and, me and Shauna were talking about this the other day, and... I was like, man, it really takes a lot for me now to go to a show because I've seen so many, but I can honestly say I've never been to a Janet Jackson show. Could check that one off the old list. Uh, eh, we'll see. I'm, well, I, I'm down. I, w- I won't go to that. Um, the That's, last, the, it's like an indoor pride parade is what that would turn into. The 
probably you're right. No, I'm no, right. no, you're probably right. There. I don't want to like stand in the back somewhere and do that. Me? No, just stand in the back and just like enjoy the show. Oh yeah, I don't know. Aerosmith's doing a Vegas residency. <laughs> well, it's Aerosmith. Yeah. Do you think the Doors would have done a Las Vegas residency? No. Why you say that? I don't. I don't know. I. D- I don't think they would have. I mean. I don't think he would have made it anyway. He was doomed, man. Like, I think the doors, like, say, like, Jim Morrison wouldn't have died. I don't think they would have been that great. It, <laughs> no, think about it. It's the mysticism of him right. not being here. No, yeah. It's like with Hendrix. That's kind of what makes him that much greater. It's like Lester Banks said, drunken buffoons. Well, yeah, but the thing, like, he's they're not here now. Right. You know, like where Hendrix was, like, an, on the upper echelon Well, he was doing do new things. Yes. That's what I'm saying, though. But, All right. And then, to cap it off, he died so young. Fucking Jim Morrison, I, the doors are overrated to me. I don't, I don't really much care for him. Like, they're, I don't get it. They don't do anything. They've got ten good songs. They don't do anything for me, though. But I, I read the lyrics, and I'm like, I don't really think that that's that great. <laughs> like, it's no Elton John, Bernie Toppin song. No, for sure. Like, I don't see, therefore, I'm like, I don't see what's so incredible, incredible about it. His voice sucks. Just mumbling into a microphone. Drunken buffoons. You know that it would be a lie. It's like a bad, <laughs> it's like fucking Wayne Newton crooning. But if he was wasted and not singing. Yeah, coked up, <laughs> coked up, pilled up, and fucking fucked up. <laughs> I mean, anyone could do that. That's I just don't see the genius. That's a good shirt right there. I just don't see the genius of him. Okay, and our last bit of news, which I think you will like, which I do, Mark Marone. Marin. Marin, Mark Marin, the comedian, has announced uh, his record set compilation of his What the Fuck performances featuring a bunch of people uh, on his podcast. Yeah, he had like one of the best podcasts ever. So yeah, he's releasing it in record form, and I believe it will be out in time or on Record Store Day. So I think there's there you go. He has Sturgill Simpson on there on one of them, and I think they get I think they fucking shroom shroom out. You know what? I think you're right. I think actually Mark Something Maron Something happens. Uh, the I think the Mark Marin or that podcast has been at the film festival I've been to, uh, Fantastic Fest in Austin before. Yeah, I don't think it's on anymore though. No, I don't think so either. But it's great. Wait, didn't he get in some shit? No, not Mark Marin. No. He's on that show Glow on Yeah, I, Netflix. I know that, but I thought he did not. Thank God, keep going, Mark Marin. We love you. I we love you. We we do. Love you, you like him? I do. He's All right. better than that fucking bald idiot Joe Rogan. So I will. I like Joe Rogan in certain instances, but I prefer not to. Man, he did something the other day where like he double backed on like the Alex Jones shit because he was <laughs> him and Alex Jones were like best friends. Remember this? Right. And you got to think like something like Alex Jones or Rush Limbaugh but, or something like that. They're just doing it for money. But Joe Rogan, though, is supposed to be like this ambassador for like free speech. Right. But he blasted him, man. Like some dude went on the podcast and was like talking all this shit about uh, Alex Jones. Rightfully so. But it's like, dude, Joe Rogan is friends with this guy. He never even said anything. Like, yeah. never even defended the dude. It's like, well, at one point, you fucking had his back. And then all of a sudden, you just were disassociated with him. And then he had him. I saw that Alex Jones was on there the other day. I haven't listened to it, but... 
man, I don't know, dude. Joe Rogan's like the fucking. He's got those stupid generic like sleeve tattoos. Like, <laughs> it's like a fucking long sleeve Ed Hardy shirt. He could choke me out in like two seconds, right? You know, but I don't care. Come at me, bro. There, come at Jacob. Don't come at me, actually. No, I would. Man, he's someone I would like to like have a conversation with because he's smart. You know, no, I like, I mean, like I said, I mostly like Joe Rogan, but Mark Maron is better. Oh, one billion percent better. Like that's the. I would rather Mark than Joe. Yeah, for sure. Mark Maron ain't no punk bitch. Hard no. All I don't right. think he is. We are done with the news. No, we're not. For this episode, we are moving on to our music question of the unbalanced note. I wrote, asked a question on Reddit. And you're gonna answer. How it. come you never? I don't even know this though. You didn't even tell me. I didn't me tell you. you. It was gonna be. It was gonna be. It was gonna be a surprise for you. Oh, oh, I see. You're gonna ask me the question, and you want me to answer. And I, I asked it on Reddit as well, yeah. so I have some of those. But Put the song the of the week. Which songs cause you to stop what you're doing and start dancing? <laughs> Man, so many to choose from. Do you want me to read the Reddit while you think about it? Yeah. All right. I'll read mine first. I was like, so there are plenty of songs that when we hear them, it causes us to stop what we're doing. Well, okay. Mine would be tap. that song, Push It. Push It by Salt and Pepper. Yeah. Is there the one, ooh, baby, baby. Baby, baby. Yeah, dude, that yeah. just makes my hands do like the salt He's and shaker. He's dancing right now. Yeah, because the salt and shaker, you're like. I would say that one. Okay. If that song came on, I would drop the groceries. <laughs> Right, you know what I mean? I'd drop the baby, man. I would, dude. Uh oh. Hold this shit. (laughs) I got the dance. That's my fucking jam right here. So I would have to say as well, beat it, my Michael Jackson. I can't get that. Every time that comes out, that. I love it. And then uh, my guilty answer Sigh, Footloose by Kenny Loggins. No, I ain't a guilty pleasure, dude. That's a great song. It's. At a time, I it tells dance. you to dance. Right, kick off your Sunday shoes. Yes, it does. Um, so, if you, while you're thinking of some other ones, I know another. I know oh. another great one that makes me want to dance. Oh, wait, what? Well, Lindsey Buckingham, the Holiday Road. Holiday Road. It just makes you want to get in the car, like dance to the car. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, we're going. Here we go. Yeah, diddly 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 down down. And it's the it's the do ding 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 do ding ding. Yeah, and it's so Jack oh, be yeah. Jack be quick. Oh. Oh. Just um, I see your shoulders do that. No, for sure, for sure. What a classic song. I, you know what we should do on the fucking plane ride to Vegas? What? I'm gonna fucking storm the cockpit with a USB a flash drive. I'm gonna go play this fucking song, or we're going down. Yeah, and then we won't be going to Vegas. Yeah. We'll all be <laughs> Don't going do that. we'll all be going to H E double hockey sticks hell. Yeah, we will. Um I'll read some answers off Reddit. Uh KKMK twenty three says the title says it all. The Bee Gees, you should be dancing. You should be dancing. That's all right one. And so I had to think like, yeah, would would Travolta ever recreate that scene? No, you couldn't. No? No, because he'd make it about science. No, that's <laughs> science. His bald ass head. Fuck, his wig would fall off. Um, it's learning had a great one. Back streets, back. All right, every time, even if I'm in public. Ah, uh, that one doesn't grab me like fucking. I don't know if you hear it. that song and you hear that. Ding, 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 it's like kind of like God damn it, I'm singing to it. And nah, I'm, I don't get that one. Doesn't do it for me. What about bye 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 by In Sync? Nah. Hmm, all right. 
What about Make Me Feel by Janelle Monet? Which I don't know the song. Yeah, I know that one, but I don't really... What about The Gap Band, Early in the Morning? That's a fucking good one. How's that go? Fucking play it. Well, you'll know, you'll recognize it the first, like, five notes of it. Okay. The Gap Band, or Early... What a, man, I feel like there's, like, a fucking, uh... What am I doing? There's, like, an ELO song that kind of gets me every time, but I can't think of the fucking name of it. There's a lot going on. Oh my goodness. But the key. Yeah. Neho26 said Get Loose by Talib Kwali. Which. That guy's angry. He is angry. I would also have to say The Spinner's Rubber Band Man and Too Hot to Stop by the Bar K's. Man, I'll tell you another fuck. A good one that gets me is the fucking. Uh, I can't turn you loose, Otis Redding. That one fucking. See, I would say like I'm a love man by by Otis Redding would get get. Well, that's your answer. There's no definitive answer. I guess there's not unless it's wrong. Like if someone went, oh man, every time I hear that fucking Smash Mouth song, oh yeah, no, that one really gets me going to the lit. And it's no surprise to me. I am my own. Oh, God. Right? No. If someone with that song really right. gets me moving, to be like, you're fucking wrong and stop trolling our fucking Reddit. But I would also say, like, Billie Jean, too, because that song just has the bass line. You just fucking want to just Michael get his Jack. balls out of your mouth, dude. <laughs> Sweet Home Alabama. That's a fucking good one. No way. I don't dance to that song. Fuck yeah. What are you talking about? Grab your cousin and get moving. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean you don't dance to that song? I don't dance to that song. Shit, man. You fucking, you're missing out. You. Kissing cousins. Kissing cousins. Is there what any? What are some other good ones? Let's think here. I mean, Kiss, maybe? Like, not, uh, not, was, not the band Kiss, but. I was made Kiss, for but... loving you. I was made for loving you, babe. That's a fucking great one. What about any Prince songs like Kiss? Ah. Uh, Little Red Corvette. They're too like staccato-y though. Like okay, the the thing with the the songs that we're we're kind of naming, they're so you know what? An, I got a fucking great one. Okay, any way you want it by Journey. Oh, so so interestingly that one, enough, as soon as that song hits, bam, I'm locked in. So like I I don't know if that's a dance song as much as like Air you guitar. belt it out. Yeah, you're you're belting <laughs> yeah. it out and singing it. That oh, song, for sure. That, that's a song where everyone becomes a musician. Okay. Everyone about, in the room, right? Someone's air guitaring, someone's fucking drumming, someone's not singing great. What about you? You can't touch this, MC Hammer. Do 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 Shit. Like Soul Asylum, Runaway Train. That one really <laughs> really gets me going. But I think it's a, because we all do that. Like, their song comes on, we're like, God damn, it's my jam. Or you're oh, just man. like, oh, yeah. If it I'm comes on in the grocery store, dude, Shauna, Shauna told me the other day, she's like, you stop talking to people in the grocery store. You, you talk to everyone here. You freak. Yeah, I'm like, well, I mean... She's like, you don't know any of them though. Like these are customers. I'm like, yeah, it's fun. It's fun though. But they pump music in the Tom Thumb we go to. Yeah, it's blasted, man. 
That's awesome. Well, they were playing something the other day, like the fucking OJs or something, and I was going on the chip aisle just... Like Love Train style OJs? Some, it, was, it, was, it was moving. People all over the world, join hands, start a love train. No? I might not have been the OJs, but it was something just badass. I was like, man, this is... This is the kind of music that makes you want to spend money on groceries. There you go. No, that's good. Uh, it worked. I did it. What about the song we did the other day? Um, Stacy's mom. Well, Stacy's mom's got some toe Stacey's tapping. Mom, don't make me want. That makes me want to do the the horizontal mambo. That's kind of a dance. Um, what about a prefix at Tiffany's? Or like, or like moving to the country, going to eat a lot of peaches. That makes you want to no. jump up and down, right? No, it's not dancing though. I guess not. Well, that's form of dancing, right? No, I'm thinking like where you just lose your shit, where you go, fuck it, I don't care. I'm doing it. I'm doing it. <laughs> right? You, like, you look are, like Kermit the Frog no, dancing Steve Carell. or scared. Steve, right? Steve, Steve Carell, when he did the fucking, he's at the Indian party. <laughs> Michael Scott, right? He does Diwali. Oh, yeah. Just gyrating everywhere. There you go. Songs that make you just lose your shit, dude. That's a fucking good one. Things that make you go, hmm. I know another fucking good one. What? Fucking three six mafia. Oh, from Hustle and Flow. Yeah, the fucking chicks in my neck, my, my back, back, my pussy, and my cr- that song. For, get everyone get moving and shaking. <laughs> Shit's about crunk. to happen. Oh, that's not three six mafia. I didn't think so. I thought that was two. Not no, it's a chick. Yeah, I thought she was in three six mafia, but I guess not. I don't think so. I think it's three dudes. Three Six Mafia had that song. Oh, skeet, skeet, motherfucker! No, it's not. Yeah, that's Three Six Mafia. That is not. That no, that, no, that's not. You sure? I'm pretty sure. To the window, to the wall. I don't think that's Three Six Mafia. I think it is. I'm gonna look that up. Project Pat. To the window, to the wall, till the sweat drops down my forehead. Uh, that song is called "Get Low." Get low. That's right. Get low song. It's Lil John the East Side. Lil John, what? What? <laughs> what? Okay. Uh, so there you go. Thank you for answering those on Reddit. Yeah, thanks for making us look like idiots because now we don't know what we're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> but now on to the one hit wonder of the day. This song makes you want to dance. It do- I actually like this song. Uh, came out April 15th, 1997. By the Hanson Hanson sisters, the Hanson, the trio of Hanson, Mbop, Mbop, Mbop. Just think about that, Mbop. It makes you feel real dumb. <laughs> I like the song, man. I heard you the first. I don't night. know why you're angry about it, uh, but yeah, it, a disservice to the music Isaac community. Taylor and Zach Hansen produced by the dust brothers of all people. If you know, do you know who the dust brothers are? Yeah. they probably just were trolling them and said, we can make some money off these chicks. Dude, they did the music for fight club, whatever. That and they did Beck's Odelay and Guerrero and Paul's boutique and all sorts of shit. Yeah. They saw easy payday with these three girls. <laughs> <laughs> they went low. <laughs> these these girls have instruments. So the song originally appeared on their independent album in 1996 with a much slower tempo, but was reworked as an upbeat pop track produced by the Dust Brothers. Uh, and it's a song that gets stuck in your head. It's damn good. It's not damn good, though. Like, just because it gets stuck in your head doesn't mean it's damn good. What it, are you it, talking about? 
It's, 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 it was number one in like almost all countries. That doesn't make it okay, though. Like Hitler won the vote, Brian. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like that doesn't mean that, that just, oh, he did it. Like I'm just saying I like this song. I don't know how, though. Because it is, do you, can you remember your youth or something? Like does it make you feel? No, I just like this song. I, I think it's catchy. Like, yeah. What is the first verse? No, no, no. I don't know. Yeah. Because there's no words to this song. Yes, there is. No, it's not. It's robotic garbage. This is a fucking... What are you talking about? It's science, man. It, it's, it's science, man. It is. Man. Those Dust Brothers are like engineering manipulators. Like they find the right bleeps and blops to put in there to make you just turn your brain off and go, Oh, yeah, this is good because it's a Dust Brother. So... Uh, <laughs> telling you, this is not a good song. They have 83 million views play on it. their music let's, video. Let's play it and listen to it and discuss the fucking idiocy of this shit. <laughs> I don't know. There's, it's, it's so. You good. should feel like a creep saying you like this song. These are teenage girls. <laughs> it's, it's got a good hook, a good riff, and it's catchy. Is it better? It's super it, fun. Okay. Is it better than the monkeys? Well, I like no. Okay, but. What does it, does it have if to be? Yeah, because, yes, it has to be. Because if you're no, going to... doesn't. They, they perfected hokey shit. This is just like the C-bit C version of that. This is Clown Shoes. Where is it? Where is the song? I need to hear it. Maybe, it's, maybe it isn't good. All right, I'll play it right now. I'll, I'll play it. We'll, we'll listen to it for a second. And you will grow to like it. Oh, that ain't going to happen. No way. You don't think you will? I know that I won't. Why not? I'm not. I'm okay, not, here it is. It's here it not going to happen. Now I remember it. it it's damn good. I like it. Man, I don't know. No? Why not? What's he saying? What's she saying? <laughs> what? Oh, she yeah. saying? These are two, three dudes. These are girls, man. <laughs> These are girls. <laughs> Listen. That's a kid. That's a guy. It is. This is Justin Bieber with fucking instruments, man. This is Justin Bieber with kids. It is. It is, it is a... There's something simple about the, the. Here it is. There's the DJ and the bird. So the DJ, the DJ scratch, I do not like. Other than that, I do like it. You can have this one, dude. I, I love this song. Hey, yeah. Get him to play your wedding. <laughs> fucking me and Warren will fucking urinate on him. <laughs> Dude, mm, these guys play mm, pissed. all the instruments. Yo, they look, write that, their look, songs. It doesn't matter. Though. Yes, it does. No, though. it does. Okay, Taylor Swift plays her own. Do you like her? I do not like Taylor Swift. Because if we're gonna use okay, but if we're just gonna use your logic and only like people who play and write their own music, well, you can't be listening to no George Jones or George Strait. 
I like George Strait. Yeah, you George can't Jones. listen to him though. No Garth, no Garth Brooks, because they didn't write their own songs and they don't play instruments. They wrote some of their own. Songs. No, they did. George Jones never wrote a song. George Strait's never written a song. I don't believe. That. Look it up. Okay, I will tell you. I know it to be true. I know I'm correct. You can't just like the. Oh man, I can't believe you like this song. I think you're fucking with me. <laughs> I, I do no. There's something simplistic about it that oh, I just simply like. Stupid. It's. It, re- it requires no effort, like I at all, to, for any aspect of your life. I don't think that I would actively seek it out and listen to it. Like, oh goddamn, I gotta listen to this. But if it's on, I'm like, oh yeah, I feel no, happy. I, I yeah. think you would. I think you I don't would. own the album. I don't own the CD. Then I don't, you don't own have any to. Of that. that doesn't. You can stream it. it well, okay. You're, how many of these eight million, eighty four million views are you responsible for? But enough. <laughs> what does twelve percent sound like? <laughs> Jesus Christ, that's like fucking eight million. You know, that's it's a uh, it'll be good. Um, but yeah, that that's that's a good one. It's a one hit wonder. They okay. really had nothing. Do else you after think this. that when they came out, like when that happened, that like kids ran out and like got excited about instruments and stuff? Because that would be the only good thing that would have come from that. So. I don't know if that actually happened, but it shows all the kids in the music video playing all the instruments. So yeah. maybe. Yeah. Like, oh, I want to play the guitar. I want to play the keyboard like him. Like, that's the only good thing. And, that, and the littlest kid played the drums. So maybe they're like, yeah, fuck yeah. I don't know. No, that ain't right. What? The littlest kid didn't play the drums. He, he the little. And Hanson? Yeah, the littlest kid played the drums. The middle kid played the Bait? keyboard. No, I thought the little kid played the keyboard. I know the oldest no, no. one played the guitar. No, the middle kid played the he keyboard. A, I will tell you that there is a Hanson related project that I like. It's called Tinted Windows. Okay. Look it up. Tinted look who's, look who's in the band. Tinted Windows. Yeah, they only did one album. Band. Okay. Ooh, Smashing Pumpkins, Cheap Trick, Fountains of Wayne. Yeah. <laughs> so Taylor Hanson, James Eha, Adam Schlesinger, and Bunny Carlos. Jesus Christ. Yeah, it's a cool, it's just such a, it's a bubblegum, like, pop Tinted Windows 2009. Yeah, they just did one record. That's insane. It's really fucking good. But it's, I don't know, man, the Hanson, that thing, my mom liked that song. So... That I mean, that kind of did it for me. I was like, well, that ain't cool then. If mom likes it, there's no way it could be good. What year did that come out? 96? Yes. Okay, so I was 12. Yeah, nothing about that song was going to... I mean, if that if I would have been eight when it came out, maybe, because I wouldn't have known any better. You're a weird you hit du- No, you hit double digits. You listen in... You're not listening to a song like that. To well, get now started. I gotta fucking get tinted windows. Oh, it's good, dude. All right, it's better than this fucking mm pop crap. You're you're just bitter. No, I'm not bitter about that. What what do I care? I don't know. You, you should, should ask like my this song. You it's ask weird. my opinion on it. You and I just like said it. I don't. Why should I like it? Because they wrote it. The <laughs> mm pop song. Ooh. Mm-bop. What are they even talking about? I don't know. Yeah, because it's stupid. The song doesn't say it doesn't do anything. <laughs> You okay? Think of it this way: you, if they ask, "Hey Tom Petty, what do you think about this song?" and he just he didn't even see him, he didn't even get to see the image. He'd of, probably say, "God damn, that's catchy." No. Yes, okay. he would never. Yes, he would. I know he would not. What are you talking about? He would go. I bet you Axl Rose would hate it. No, Tom Petty would. Iggy totally Pop hate would it. hate it. Tom Petty would. Tom totally. Petty would not hate that. Song. Guarantee you, he would. 
Guarantee it. I'm curious about the slower tempo version. Oh, well, fucking find it. No, well, I will. It doesn't have that gusto that the bop radio version has. I think you like it. It's like the fuck. I won't like it. I I won't. Goddamn it! it, Oh, I get it. It's the chopped and screwed version of it. Because since it was the '90s, they slowed it down for everyone on lean. (laughs) (laughs) Like all these people are usually getting fucked up on Ritalin and stuff, and then all of a sudden they're taking hydrocodone, and they're like, "Man, fucking autopilot is cool. Cruise control kicks ass." (laughs) Right? Like, why be in a hurry? This is stupid. My life already sucks. I'll just go at a snail's pace. There you go. Drag it out even further, this misery on this fucking burning rock. It's good stuff. Crumbling castle is what we're living in. Hey. There you go. The wacky world, man. I like Hanson Mbop song. I remember the second album they had. Remember that one? I don't. Because I remember the first one had this like yellow and orange cover. Yes. And then the second one, they look like the fucking three brothers from Full House. Or not Full House. Uh <laughs> Home improvement. I was about to thought you were going to say family matters. I'm like, oh, no, that went they, Remember, turn. they all had long, they all had long hair. <laughs> right, they had long hair, and, and they, then they had to re reimagine them. Right, and they all have fucking. Well, a lot of people actually thought they were girls because they are they girls. actually long blonde hair. No, because the vocal. Well, the when I said I it's all fucking up here, man. That song is for like little kids' workout video. What? Jungle gym. This is the jungle gym. I like that song. Joey's man. at the jungle gym. I, you're dancing to it, though. No, because I'm making fun of it. <laughs> Just admit it. I don't like the song. Just admit nothing, it. Nothing about I like the end of the song because it ends. <laughs> <laughs> I'll give you that. Okay. I'll let that fade out at the... Th- so you agree it's a good song. Perfect. No, it's not a perfect song. <laughs> How many copies did it sell? Let's Let's get the numbers in. Oh, a bunch. The logistics department. Okay. Access denied. <laughs> okay, let's see. Because I remember, I remember physically having the cassette of this, the single of it. Certified sales in the United mom, States: one point five million. Okay, one point five. That's you, album sold. Correct. Jesus. United Christ. Kingdom: seven hundred fifty-eight thousand. Germany: five hundred thousand. Switzerland: twenty-five thousand. Sweden: thirty thousand. New Zealand: ten thousand. Belgium: ten. 50,000 in Australia, 140,000. That's pretty good. No, I'm telling it's like 3 million. That's yeah, pretty damn physical. Good. Yes, physical. Yeah, no internet. Correct. <laughs> that's, that's, I mean, it's just mesmerizing, really. It's crazy. But I, that's the only way you could get it, I guess. You'd either have to wait around, you know, on the, well, I don't guess, I know, but you either had to hear it on the radio, tape it when it came onto the radio, or wait for the music. Music video, right? You remember the music video? They're like playing in a field or something. Well, they're playing in like what looks like their house, and then they're like running around a department store yeah, I, and like in a park yeah, with they're like a, park. a cave. Yeah, yeah, I remember it's being all in a three park. of those I, different. I remember ones. the video, but like they're playing their instruments at like their living room. You know what? I'll, you know what I do like about this band? I like those stripe, the striped shirts they wore. The the horizontal striped yeah, shirts, those like West Coast fucking. It was like Paxson and shit like yeah, that. Yeah. Yes. They're all like orange and stupid color. It's, it's almost like the grunge look. But but your mom did your laundry. Correct. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Calgon. Ancient uh. Chinese secret. <laughs> all right. That's our one hit wonder. Let's move on to the main event. The uh, the feature presentation of Chuck 
Edward Anderson Berry, Chuck Berry, born October 18th, 1926. He lived to a ripe old age of 90 just recently, March 18th, 2017. My gourd. He started music in 1953. It's interesting because Chuck Berry, a lot of people think he is the godfather of rock and roll, and he might be. There's he been is. Documentary. He's the godfather of rock and roll guitar. Yeah, he's excellent. You, you know his songs. Roll Over Beethoven, Rock and Roll Music, Maybelline, My Dingling, Johnny Be Good, um, all, all sorts of good stuff. But a lot of people, Carol. A, lot of, a lot of music, a lot of modern music, man. It all got their stuff from Chuck. Yeah, Berry. dude. Everybody. If anyone plays guitar, you you owe you're indebted to Chuck, Chuck Berry. Berry. There's just no two ways around it. And it's interesting. So he was born in St. Louis, Missouri, and he was a family of six. But interestingly enough, he did. He time. wanted to do art. He was a painter. He was an artist and a painter. And his paintings weren't selling, and he picked up the guitar, and his his uh, his guitar started paint. So he just started doing that as a way to make ends meet to uh, before he can go back to painting. But he painted all through his life, but nobody knew. And like, if you've ever listened to a Chuck Berry song, they all sound very similar, but they're all so goddamn good. Well, they all sound the same because he invented something new, right? Like if you go listen to if you listen to Jerry Lee Lewis or most of Elvis, like unless it's later era Elvis, they all have like the same hook at the beginning. Yeah, but they're all doing something different. Like no one had done that before. Those guys, all three, Little Richard, Jerry Lee Lewis, and Chuck Berry, all three simultaneously started something totally brand new. Right. So they could only sound like themselves. Right. They weren't. I mean. Dude, Chuck Berry is just... I saw him like four or five times. I saw him in like 2014. Because he would still tour. Yeah, I saw him. He was 88 when I saw him. Chuck Berry, infamous type of stories. He would show up to a club right on time with his guitar, and you'd pay pay him his money. Pay him first. Right there. Cash. And then he wouldn't stick around. He would just... Take his guitar and leave. Yeah, and you had to provide the band. Correct. So yeah, he, he never it. really had the same band twice. Uh, other than maybe what Keith Richards, Bruce Springsteen. Yeah, there you go. But I think also Steve Miller, uh, Steve Miller band backed him a few times. But even Keith though, Keith isn't playing all the instruments. Keith is just the other guitar player, right? But there's usually only one guitar player unless they were playing like. Well, did T Bone Walker and Muddy Waters play with him a lot? T Bone Walker, yeah. And Muddy, they I mean they played probably shows together and okay. stuff, but they weren't in each other's bands. All right, that that's too much ego. You think so? Fuck yeah, dude! Are you kidding me? Hmm. Those guys would have beat the shit out of each other. <laughs> they couldn't have been in a band together. I mean, hell, like there's a reason that like people are in separate bands because there's a chemistry that happens. Like in a perfect world, right? Like shouldn't have, shouldn't Jimi Hendrix have just went and played with like John Bonham from Led Zeppelin and just cherry picked everyone else. Never would have worked. But I'm just exactly. Cause there's a, there's a chemistry that happens with well, bands. But the thing with Chuck is people waited in line to play with him. It's like people waiting to play on a Steely Dan record. It was like a, a badge of honor to get to play with Chuck Berry because he would just call out, hey, we're going to do Memphis in E. 
And then you just played because you already knew the song. It's a Chuck Berry song. It's going to do the same thing every fucking time. It's like you ZZ, like it. ZZ Top, same way. It's, right, right. It's a formula that that kicks ass and rocks ass, man. Like Chuck is cool, dude. Like fucking. Uh, it was a teenage wedding, and the old folks wished him well. His lyrics are fucking great. Yeah, he wrote a song about his penis, which was my dingling. My dingling. Uh, when you couldn't do that. Well, was but, my dingling a, a remake of an older song? It's about a penis. Correct. I mean, well, well, early in his life, but up even until on here it says, "Do you want a twist? Do the pony and do the bird." Yeah. Well, if you if you just gyrated those motions, those are the three motions of sex. Correct. So, well, he was a lot about making songs for the young kids going to the diner and putting on the jukebox and getting with each other. But you got to remember, Chuck Berry was born in 1926. Correct. So, in 1952, 53, he's 26, 27 years old. So he's somewhat. Maybe what you would consider past prime now. He got started much later in his career. Correct. Age-wise. Right. So he kind of had this, and he had done jail time for robbery. Yeah. So he had already kind of lived a rough life and had a great sense of humor. Well, he lived, man. He was arrested for armed robbery. That's what I'm saying. He was stealing cars at gunpoint. He was... He was a fucking criminal, dude. He he was a boxer. He was in a singing quartet. I mean, he did a lot of stuff. And he learned how to play and sing, I think, from a guy named Johnny Johnson. And... I'm just saying all of those things that he did created the enigma and the fucking brilliance of the fucking Chuck Berry, the artist. Right. He he had a way about him, and so 1955 came along, and that's where he really caught on with the song Maybelline and Roll Over Beethoven in 1956. I mean, he became a household name with Maybelline and Roll Over Beethoven. Well, because that, I mean, you got to think, like, he took an instrument and fucking did what you weren't supposed to do on it. He beat it up. Like, because ja- it was basically you had... He was the first Jimi Hendrix before well, doing all the Jimi but, Hendrix well, stuff. Well, no, because you had like Wes Montgomery, you know, and you had guitar players before him. But, but not doing this. Ch- well, because Chuck was, it wasn't about, Chuck was about being heard, where most guitar players were like kind of in the Background. back and they were jazz accompaniment. Right. That kind of shit. And you had like Carl Perkins and Dwayne Eddy that were doing some real cool you know, but it was more kind of country and Western stuff. But, but Chuck Berry and Carl Perkins were friends. I know, that's what I'm saying, played, yeah. but... Chuck Chuck basically played guitar as if it was a piano. He would mash those double notes. Dun, 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 like right. the beginning of Johnny Be Good. It's just He always did everything like double. Like like right. He just had a fuck he he saw that he saw something and he created something totally brand new. Like he reinvented the instrument, but he was he one of the uh, other people that like started like moving with the guitar. Like he's, he oh, created the duck, the duck walk, walk, yeah. But like that's like getting into it. Most people guitars would just stand. We had T Bone Walker that you know did the splits and played behind his head and stuff. But he right. knew how to put on a show. Like there weren't no fucking pyrotechnics in 1955. Well, not at the clubs he was playing at. Well, anywhere. Yeah, you didn't even have PA. There you go. No, he the dude knew what he was doing. Well, he was just. I would I would put Chuck Berry in the same category as like Thomas Edison, right? Fucking Albert Einstein, Nikola Tesla, right? Like 
this guy took he i mean for, as i guess maybe i just get so much more excited about it being a guitar player but he the sound he created like the energy that no 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 musician had done that before no one had that kind of energy and like well because his sound is ca- almost like a race car starting and going off it's, it's a all, train yeah it's like a and then it goes into yeah i i love it and so from 1957 through 1979 those two years Chuck Berry did School Days, Rock and Roll Music, Sweet Little Sixteen, Johnny Be Good, Memphis, Tennessee, and Little Queenie. Holy shit, that's like... Yeah, know. most people would give like their left nut to write one of those songs. Well, and, but, and it's all the same song, too. That's or would spend... Yeah, no, it absolutely is. But there, it's but, ACDC. <laughs> it's ACDC. I mean, it's like... it, But ACDC, again, like they, who else sounded like them? Nobody. Nobody. So they only knew to sound like themselves. And all of these songs are about basically the same thing like ACDC, but you're just, you know, you're... Limited grammar. Right. It was 20 years later. Well, I mean, you're talking about, like, the music at the time was about these kids going to the jukebox. Going to the hop. Shakes. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And he capitalized on that, and he, you still love him. It's, it's good. He's so, like my Michael Jackson. I shouldn't like him because of his past. So then we get into the. He did an album called San Francisco Blues that's badass. There's no hits on it, but that's probably his most like rock and roll guitar playing album. Right. That album is fucking incredible. So interestingly enough, at the very end of the 1950s into the first few months of the 1960s, Chuck Berry was arrested um, under the Man Act after allegations that he had sex with a 14 year old waitress. Who he transported across state lines. That was the crime, though. It was that he transported her across state lines. Right. He was convicted, fined $5,000, and sentenced to five years in prison. He appealed the decision, arguing uh, that the comments and attitude of the judge were racist and prejudiced against him, and the appeal was upheld. A second trial was heard, uh, resulting in another conviction and a three-year prison sentence. After another appeal, appeal failed, Barry served one and a half years in prison from 1962 to 1963. So yeah, he's and a then conv- came out and was kicking ass, dude. But you know, he's a convicted. Yeah, that's what I just, that's what I yeah. just said. That's why I said he's like my, my my Michael Jackson for you. Okay, but you like Chuck Berry, yeah. And I'm not going to say what I want to say because I don't want it recorded. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, from 1963 to 1969, um, the British invasion of the Beatles and the Rolling Stones have come over. um, And then Beach Boys were a hit as well, uh, which they've used a lot of Chuck Berry stuff. Like Sweet Little 16. That is, Beach Boys used a lot of that song. They stole the whole song. Right. But then... Chuck Berry came out with You Never Can Tell, which is the famous song in Pulp Fiction where Uma and John Travolta dance to. Then you have Nadine as well. So uh, it's it's very good. And Berry released five albums for Mercury Records in those three years, including his first live album, Live at the Fillmore, which was backed by the Steve Miller Band at the time. Yeah, I knew Steve Miller. Steve Miller played with him quite a few times. Which is really cool. And then in the 1970s, you have My Dingling. Uh, which is a novelty song, uh, recorded in a different version as My Tambourine. He also did Reelin' and a Rockin'. 
so yeah, I you know Chuck was the man. Chuck was the man, and so from 1980 through his last years, actually, uh, he released an album a year before his death called Chuck. Um, it was yeah, his first really, album in 38 years. That came out. I think it actually came out after he had died. Yeah, I think you're right. Um, but yeah, he died uh, March 18, 2017. But he created a bunch of like. All the crazy stuff like Elvis Presley, Jimi Hendrix, The Beatles, Rolling Stones, Beach Boys, Carl Perkins, ELO, ACDC, Brian Adams, The Faces, David Bowie, Yardbirds, Kinks, and Buddy Holly have all covered Chuck Berry songs. Yeah. And like that's – where do you go from there? You're like, shit, that's the man. He's the jumping off point. It's like if you ever picked up a guitar and you wanted to learn how to play it, you learn learn those songs. Correct. So – I mean, as far as his discography goes... He had a lot of albums. He did have a lot of albums. His first one was in 1957 called The After School Session. Uh, and then he had One Dozen Berries. Chuck Berry is on top, rocking at the hops. Then uh, he had greatest hits and stuff like that. When did San Francisco Blues come out? San Francisco Blues. I think that's like 73. Or San Francisco Dues, right? Blues. Is it blues or dues? I'm pretty pretty certain it's blues. I think it's San Francisco dues, man. Released in 1971. D-U-E-S. It's like just the picture of him, right? Yeah, it's a picture the, of him on the It's front. San Francisco dues. And it's got O Louisiana, Let's Do Our Thing Together, Festival Born to Lose, Viva Rock and Roll. Yeah, it. yeah there's no hits on it, but yeah, that album kicks ass right there. It's uh, it's one of his yeah, less. Look how known. cool he looks. On no, him. he's a badass. Nineteen seventy man. It's like right after Woodstock. And his and he'd already been in jail again. <laughs> yes. Uh, but yeah, he um, most of his hits came in the fifties or early sixties. Uh, but yeah, he uh, he did his thing, man, and he just he was he was a badass. Like what? What do you say about him? Renegade man, he was a fucking renegade. So if you actually, there's, so there's a great documentary called Hail Hail Rock and Roll, and it's a concert documentary where it has like him. It's his birthday. Yes, it's his birthday, and it is. I think it's his seventieth birthday. I'm trying to remember. I'm looking this up real quick. Hail Hail Rock and Roll. Yes, here it is. A documentary film which is directed by Taylor Hackford, which if you don't know who Taylor Hackford is, he directed an officer and a gentleman uh as well as the show the film Ray uh, about Ray Charles that won um that won all the Oscars. But this is a, a concert film documentary that features Keith Richards, Roy Orbison, Eric Crapton, exactly Linda Ronstadt, Robert Cray, Etta James, Julian Lennon. See if all, all these playing in the band. If all these people can get over it, I think we can get over it. Correct. And so basically, there's a 19 uh, song track on this album where they all play this live uh, with all these people in the band. 
And then it goes into his documentary style of like his home life and what he's doing and all that stuff. And supposedly he was a collector of classic cars. And one of my favorite parts of the documentary is him looking at the camera, showing his garage full of like these amazing cars, like 50 of them. He said like, yeah, I bought these for like two grand each, but I'll sell them to you for $30,000 each. Yeah, man, Chuck was it's, cool, dude. I like when Keith tells him he's playing it wrong. No, so yeah, there is a scene. In or he tells him he's too loud or something. It, they got into fights about it, for him. sure. Yeah, the, so they're just like, yeah, you're playing it wrong. You're doing this wrong. And it's like, no, man, no, I'm not. I fucking wrote it. I fucking wrote the song. Yeah. <laughs> if you, I, so I have, the, it's only on DVD, but I, it's mine is like the collector's three discs set and it's amazing i wish they would release this on blu-ray or well, I like, 4K. It's, isn't that right when he's losing like his barbecue joint too because he's like riding around on that land right and, and yes atv but like bo diddley everly brothers jerry Lee lewis little richard and bruce springsteen are all part of this documentary about him who all come together for his 60th birthday to release this because if you're in music 60th birthday you owe um you owe Chuck Berry Everything. a lot. All of it. So do you think there'll ever be another Chuck Berry? No, it can't be. He already did it. He invented it. Do you think there's somebody like Chuck Berry nowadays? No. No one could even come close to that. Just couldn't happen. Why? Why am I not? He was too original. Everything about him was too original. Like, you couldn't say Elton John is like Jerry Lee Lewis, even though they play the same instrument. Like, there's tons of guitar players that can play Chuck they Berry. They have their own... But, but, but with Elton John, that's original. They're they're both very different. That's what I'm things. saying. That's yes. what I'm saying. No one, a lot of people could emulate Chuck Berry, and the Ch- Chuck Berry guitar playing isn't hard to play. I mean, it's very basic. There's three chords. It's not that hard. You just get the first riff out of the way. And yeah. You're done. Yeah. And then you're into it. Yeah, but, but it's the but same riff. Yeah. The he had the he had the energy, and he could play those songs so many different ways. Like just he he it's hard for there I think to be like a duplicate of something that was so great, right? Like he just it was it's like a fucking alien coming down and showing you all this new shit, and you're like, wow, this is stunning. Like I th- the last person that I think probably was you could draw a parallel to Chuck Berry from an instrument standpoint would probably be Eddie Van Halen. Just he reinvented the instrument. Like Hendrix did. So it's like Chuck Berry, Hendrix, Eddie Van Halen. Not Santana, not Prince. No, because they were fucking, they weren't, there was nothing really that original about Prince's guitar playing. He just played like Hendrix. He's very good. He's a great guitar player, one of the best ever. Santana, though, the fusion thing, sure, but it didn't have that fucking like wow factor that you got with like Chuck Berry or Eddie Van Halen. Okay. Like, it just didn't have that. What about C.V. Ray Vaughn? Just kind of did Freddie King, Freddie King and Stuff. Albert King. Like, okay. Doing their same hurt. things. Right. Like, it wasn't, he didn't, reinv- he didn't invent something. He reinvented it. Like, where Eddie reinvented the instrument and invented a new way to play. Hendrix did the same thing. He played guitar like piano. Like, he, there was a fluidity that no one had ever fucking had before. So why do you think Chuck Berry waited 38 years to release another album? Do you think he was just fine with well, what's he gonna, he's, Was he going to add a fourth chord? Well, I mean... He'd already done all the songs. He already wrote, he already wrote all of <laughs> them. You know what I mean? Like, why, why should he? 
I don't know. I guess, I mean, you're a musician. Do you get the itch to make more records and new stuff? Or I've never it? made a great record. I don't know what it's like. Okay. Like Chuck Berry wrote 30 great songs. So do you think if you had two really hit records, you would want to stop and just kind of chill and just go up and play I would, places? yeah. I totally would now. Okay. Like nowadays, absolutely. Yeah. It's great. He toured, you know, for 45... No, he was still touring. Yeah, 50 years. You right. know what I mean? So... He, I don't know, man. He just was one of those people that kind of transcends everything. Culture, music, like everybody loves him. Even though he was, I mean, do you like the aspect of him? Like He couldn't the, have been now with media and. Oh, with the Me Too. Oh, of course. Because of his troubled past. Social, yeah, he wouldn't have had a change. But like, that's also cool. Ground. I don't want to clean cut. Mm-mm. do-gooder guy because they're hiding no, you also something. Don't want they're hiding something. You don't want a child molester either. But. Do you think he's a child molester? No. That I mean, what I was going to say earlier was there was a, there's a difference between 1959 and 2019. Uh, a lot yes. of things are different. Correct. Oh, but it wasn't uncommon in 1959 for 14, 15, 16-year-old girls to get married. There's still, I think in some states it's still legal for you know what, 15-year-olds but, but to get married. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm yeah, not, I'm for sure. trying to not teeter too much on the creepo line. But time, things were a lot time, more... Things yeah. were a little... I guess you can't say more innocent. They were was simpler. Le- there was less bullshit. Yeah. Like, there were no not they, a lot of red tape. No, they hadn't inundated people with fucking like technology and right cell phones and bolt like nonsense you need this and then they just like created a problem right that wasn't like people were worried about oh are we going to be able to get custard this week at the fucking sock hop right or whatever the fuck like that was their biggest concern who's going to pick Ginny up from the dance in the fucking nice bel air right like there weren't many problems people left their fucking doors unlocked no i'm but I think I think if I mean we wouldn't have a Chuck Berry nowadays. Mm-hmm. His his albums would have been canceled. They would have Ryan Adams's ass. <laughs> he would have, unfortunately. Uh, I really like I really like Chuck Berry, and I love him. Do you, what do you love about him? Just he was so cool. Like his suits, the way he. The guitars he played, like those the big three thirty fives. The, I mean, God, everything about him, the way he looked, he was he just looked fucking, he looked great, like he looked cool. His sideburns, his big ass pompadour. He always had killer suits on. He didn't dress like a chump, right? And then he just like commanded your attention when he plays, when he played and stuff. He'd move around. He could move his. He like contort his body when he was angry and. This hit a really wrong note. So do, being a guitar player in a band, do you ever think you want to do something like that? Like dress up and like move around on stage like that? Or All the time. Do you? I mean, I would never duck walk. Okay. I mean, unless I was like doing a Chuck Berry song or something. But right. he, he knew how to entertain because you got to remember like guitar players and instrument instrumentalists at that point, they're seated. <laughs> And no one ever got up and tried to work a crowd. Right. And if they did, you had Little Richard and Jerry Lee who are stationary. Right. Because their instrument doesn't allow them to be mobile. Right. They can stand up and play and kick the stool out. Right. And kick their feet out. But they couldn't walk across the stage like Chuck could. Do you think Chuck Berry would cover Mbop? 
I think he would hit you for asking that question. <laughs> he would totally beat the, he'd beat he'd beat you up and then he'd hit me for allowing it to happen. <laughs> and I would say and I, you know what I would say after he struck me? What? Thank you, Mr. Barry. May I have May another? I have another. <laughs> I would. He would totally fucking beat the shit out of both of us. And we'd let him. I wouldn't stop him. Bring it on. <laughs> Bring it on, cameraman. <laughs> I don't know how them I don't know how them cameras got in them women's toilets. My name's just on the building. I don't know how they've gotten there. <laughs> That's what he said. Dude, I don't fuck I don't know. I just I just this is my place. I don't know I, anything else. I just pay else. the bills. There you go. Say, but Mr. Barry, we have a there's a stream to your bedroom with multiple televisions where you can watch. I don't know how those got there either. <laughs> Yeah, so that was, I think, in the late 80s yeah, that that the happened, or the 90s. 80s. Yeah. Uh, he, <laughs> he was sued by several women that he had the video camera in there, but he claimed uh, that, uh, I guess, a co-worker did it. So there you go. He but didn't he, do that. There's no, he said he did, and I believe him. There you go. It's open and closed, open and shut case if, you ever, if there ever, ever was one. That's it. We should ask Warren. Yeah. He knows the facts. He he know he knows the law. He knows stuff. He he's, he's, he knows. Uh, so yeah, it's, well, he uh, would look. He would just go. He did it. It's good stuff. Um, but yeah, it's he was a good he was a good musician, man. And uh, he just listened to his music. There's tons of it, and we it's good stuff. And of course, of course, we have to bring up Back to the Future. It's a major part of the film. And the second film. It's a major part of Chuck's sound. Like, like I said earlier, Marty McFly invented rock and roll. It's in the movie. Right. He saves the dance. Right. And he's, he's playing the slow music he's and he tells the, the band. He's even playing the same t- guitar. Yeah, and he tells the band, hey, just go just, with me. Yeah, just watch for me and try to keep up with the changes. Yeah. And then, <laughs> it, and then he plays Johnny B. Good. Yeah. It's good stuff. 1955. That new sound you're looking for. He listened to this. This is Marvin. Marvin Berry. What a great... And you know, that's... Michael J. Fox is a guitar collector and pretty good player. And he he sings too. Yeah, well, that, that's him playing the guitar. Uh-huh. But that's not him singing in this version. No, but no, there's no. movies he sings in. Yeah. But... But the the what he's actually playing, you know, in the movie, the video, yeah, doesn't, he's not playing live. Well, of course not. But I'm pretty certain that that's him playing the guitar parts on the what you're hearing on the. Oh, audio. really? Yeah. yeah, I don't know. No joke, because he, I I didn't realize how big of a collector he was of guitars until I started working for Guitar Center. Yeah, and you could log into other stores, so I would like log into like the Hollywood store and yeah. like search for names and stuff. And yeah, he just fucking bought all kinds of stuff. That's and then, cool. You know, that was in probably, I guess I started working there in like 2004, 2005. Right. So then the internet was like, man, that's this is real. You could find out, you know, anything. anything. Yeah. So you type Michael J. Fox guitars and then there's like interview with him in like Vintage Guitar Magazine. He's talking right. about all these great guitars that he owns and stuff. He's got good tremolo. Yeah. Trill, because he's got the shake. <laughs> <laughs> vibrato for days look at that just hold the note out that'd be fun to play with mj fox yeah then get his autograph yeah <laughs> oh we love you michael j fox but I yeah back michael to j. the fox. future man. teen wolf is was your best movie i know he's listening i hope so god how incredible would that be 
Michael J. Fox listening. Come on the show. Talk about music. Man, yeah. you were in that music light of day. You created, you you helped save rock and roll. You did. Probably gave a little kickstart, re-kickstart to Chuck's career, I bet, after that movie. Dude, with, with that scene, absolutely. It's one of the best scenes in I cinema. wonder how many people got it and how many people just went right over their head. Well, you have Robert Zemeckis, you have Marshall, and you have No, Kathleen but I'm Kennedy saying the point where he goes, movie. Marvin, Marvin Barry. Yeah, of course, because he's like basically telling the audience with his big eyes, Marvin, yes, Marvin Barry, you know that new sound? Yeah, that's what no, I'm saying. Yeah, exa- you no. know that new sound? You look You He's like nudge, nudge, wink, no, wink. No, of course, the Starlighters. Marvin and the Starlighters. Earth Angel. Earth Angel. I like the country version of that song. Who sings the country version? I don't know. Just know it exists. Cool. Earth Angel. Well, we love that. I think that wraps up our episode of the Unbalanced Note on iTunes and Stitcher Radio, part of BoomstickComics.com, part of the Multimedia Men podcast. Look us up. We're on Google Play as well. Please listen to Hanson Mbop. Please listen to all the Chuck Berry first, though. This has it right here. This is the best. This sums up Chuck Berry. The stuff is all here by the boss of musical excitement. Nuff said. Nuff said. There you go. The boss of musical excitement. Get them records and look up Record Store Day and head to your local record store. Uh, Jacob Douglas. You can find him at Scrum Chalescence uh, on Instagram, or you can email him at. <laughs> look at this! Look at this photo of Michael J. Fox and Huey Lewis. That's great. You know, so Huey Lewis is in the movie. He's yeah. the the judge. It says you're just too darn loud. Well, and in Andy, Back to the Future. Yeah, Andy's the it's fucking soundtrack. Well, of course he does. Uh, Back in Time and Power of Love. That's the power of love. It's good stuff. And do you, so. Trivia question, what was Marty McFly's band name? God, it's like right at the beginning and I don't remember. What were they called? The Pinheads. The Pinheads. <laughs> I didn't I that I didn't know. The I pinheads. remember they played like they only played for like ten seconds. And they, they play um Power Love. Oh really? Yeah, I just I just remember him blowing up his shit at the beginning. Because it's like four teachers and you see Huey Lewis with the glasses on and he just like looks to both sides, gets the megaphone. Stop, stop. I'm afraid you're just too darn loud. (laughs) It's like the joke too darn loud. And that's like the same thing. It's like more subtle because it's not like hey, I'm Huey Lewis. Yeah. But it's like the Marvin Berry thing. Like it's I mean they it was a perfect movie. Yeah, that is a perfect movie. So we should do a whole episode of that. Yes, Back to the Future Three. All right. Only the third one. Only the, the the country western one where the kid points to his crotch at the very end of the movie. Easy talk. Uh, so yeah, um, unbalanced note, listen to us. We love you. And we will be back next week with more music news, questions, one hit wonders, news you can use, (laughs) news you can use and look Jacob up, go visit him at good records. No one ever does. He loves you. Thank you. We'll talk to you soon.